Shalom, and welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. The title of this message is Look to the Rock. In my previous message, titled Father is Shaking All Things, I read from Hebrews 12, where Father does promise to shake once again heaven and earth. Father was quoting from the prophet Joel and the prophet Haggai, where it says that he will shake heaven and earth and he will shake all nations. With the recent events in the world, disease, earthquakes, wars, political upheaval, volcanoes, natural disasters, and things negative happening in the lives of his sons and daughters, we see that we are in a time of shaking. It is not the final shaking of the end times, but periodically through the ages, Father shakes things, shakes heaven and earth and shakes nations. The purpose of his shaking is to awaken, to awaken his sleeping church and to awaken those who do not believe in him, that they might come to the desire of all nations, Yeshua the Messiah. This week I want to speak to you about our response when things in our lives are shaking. I read to you now from Isaiah 51, 1 through 3, where Jehovah himself says to us, Listen to me, you who follow after righteousness, you who seek Jehovah. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the hole of the pit from which you were dug. Look to Abraham your father, and to Sarah who bore you. For I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him. For Jehovah will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. So we see Father himself exhorting us to look at two things. First he says, look to the rock from which you were hewn. And second he says, look to Abraham and look to Sarah. Let's think about that idea of a rock, first of all. Look to the rock from which you were hewn. Many times in the Old Testament, and even in the New Testament, where we have the image of Father God as a rock. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4, Deuteronomy 32, 4, it is written, Jehovah is the rock. His work is perfect. Our mighty God is our rock, and his work is perfect. So let's tie that in with Isaiah 51, looking to the rock from which you were hewn. Yahweh, Jehovah, is a rock. He's the perfect rock. He's secure in all of his ways. And we were cut out of that rock. In other words, we're made of the same stuff that our God is made of. In Genesis, it tells us that Father Elohim created man in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Now, there are four dynamics of being created in the image of God. I'll just share with you what they are. I'm not going to get into them in this podcast. The four dynamics of the image of God for us as human beings. Number one, we are spirit. Just like Elohim is spirit, we are spirit. Those of us who are born again. Number two, we have a voice. 
Unlike any other creature on planet Earth, we have a voice. And the Bible says in Proverbs 18:21, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Number three, like our Father, we have the ability to give and receive love. In fact, the greatest commandment of all is to love Elohim and to love your neighbor. And fourthly, being created in the image of God, we were created to rule. In Genesis, Elohim tells Adam and Eve to multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it, and rule over the fish and the birds and the animals. We were created to be like Elohim, the rock, and to rule, to rule ourselves, uh, to rule the planet, and to rule the animals and the things around us. Jehovah is the rock, and his work is perfect. In Psalm 18.2, we read, Jehovah is my rock and my fortress. Here we see Father as an anchor, a sure thing, one who never fails, my rock and my fortress. In Psalm 19.14, it says, Jehovah is my rock and my redeemer. And then Psalm 62.1, my rock and my salvation. These two scriptures saying, my rock and my redeemer, and my rock and my salvation, show us that our Father is sure and certain in saving us. The certainty of his faithfulness and the perfection of his grace and mercy are unlimited. And then in Isaiah 26, 4, we read, Trust in Jehovah forever, for in Yah, Jehovah is rock of ages. Now, many of the newer translations, instead of translating Rock of Ages, will translate Everlasting Strength or Everlasting Confidence. But in the Hebrew, the word there is Rock, Eternal Rock or Everlasting Rock or Rock of Ages. And so we're exhorted in Isaiah 26.4 to trust in Jehovah, to trust in this Rock, to put our faith in this Rock, to put our confidence in this Rock. So when things are shaking in your world, look to the rock. Look to the rock. Now back to Isaiah 51. He not only tells us to look to the rock, but he exhorts us to look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah who bore you, for I called him alone that I might bless him and increase him. We are encouraged by our father, to look to Abraham and Sarah. Now in Galatians 3, we are called sons of Abraham through faith in Messiah. In fact, Paul says there clearly, those who believe and have faith are the true sons of Abraham. And then in Hebrews 11, we read, verse 8, By faith Abraham obeyed, when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with them of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. 
When we're exhorted to look to Abraham and Sarah, remember those words, by faith, and she judged him faithful who had promised. We are called here to emulate Abraham and Sarah, who looked to Jehovah when the circumstances and promises seemed impossible. We know if you begin reading in Genesis 12 about Abraham and his life, we know that Abraham was 100 years old and Sarah was 90 years old when Isaac was born. Sarah had been barren in her early years, and then when she was past the age of childbirth through menopause, she could no way have a child. So at 190, they had a child. At 99 and 89 is when Jehovah appeared to Abraham and said, I will return to you this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. The circumstances and promises to them seemed impossible. These people were too old to have a child. And yet, they did not waver in unbelief. They did not consider their own bodies. They judged him faithful who had promised. And sure enough, after a year, Jehovah came back and Sarah was holding Isaac, the son of promise, in her arms. Abraham and Sarah, our father and mother in the faith, looked to the rock. They looked to the rock. So this is my exhortation to you. Look to the rock. In Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, it says, Fixing our eyes on Yeshua, the author and the finisher of our faith. Fixing our eyes on Yeshua. One thing that I do quite often is I will quote these statements of Yeshua as found in the Gospel of John. They're called the I Am statements of Yeshua. There's seven of these. Yeshua said, I am the light of the world. I am the bread of life. I am the door for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the true vine, and you are the branches. And then in the book of Revelation, there are two more of these statements where Yeshua says, I am the Aleph and the Tav, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, who was and is and is to come, El Shaddai. And then, I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. I'll quote these and then some scriptures that go with them. When I'm praying, and I use them as worship, I use them to bless Yeshua. I use these statements of our Savior to stir up my desire to praise and my desire to know him. So for me, fixing my part of fixing my eyes on Yeshua is saying what he said and saying who he is. Look to the rock. Look to the rock. In Philippians 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in any, everything, with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, 
present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Yeshua, the Messiah. So he uses the word, be anxious for nothing. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Now, in times of shaking, anxiety wants to come at us. Fears and doubts want to assail us. And we're being exhorted here in Philippians 4, in those times of shaking, to look to the rock, to rejoice in our Father, to pray with thanksgiving, and allow his peace to guard our hearts and our minds. Part of what I hear there in Philippians 4 is present your request to God with thanksgiving. And I think he's saying to us, count your blessings. Count your blessings. And I endeavor to count my blessings every day. To not look at the things that are negative or the things that are shaking, but to look at the things that are unshakable, like our Father, his promises, and his blessings. I'm involved in a ministry uh, to inmates in local prisons. The name of the ministry is Carex. Carex is a Greek word which means herald or town crier, one who proclaims the good news. And just the other day, I was going back over my experience in this ministry uh, to these men in prison. And one of the things that encourages me about this ministry is in Matthew 25, Yeshua said, I was in prison and you visited me. So we really take the face off of these men when we go to visit them. Uh, we see them as Yeshua. We see them as Yeshua in that place, and we love them accordingly with the Father's love. In this ministry, in the prisons, we have seen men who have turned to Yeshua and been saved. We have seen men who have found forgiveness and freedom by forgiving others. We have seen men who have found true joy in serving their fellow inmates. We have seen men have their lives transformed and be reconciled to their families. As I count my blessings, I count Carex as one of the foremost blessings. Father miraculously brought me into this ministry and for 11 years he's used me as a voice, as a counselor, and as his hands and feet and eyes to these men who are in a very dark place. So look to the rock by counting your blessings. Look to the rock in the time of shaking. In Matthew chapter 7, Yeshua said this, I will show you what the man is like who hears these sayings of mine and does them. He is like a man who dug down deep and built his house upon a rock. The storm came, the waters rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house. But the house on the rock stood firm. Our Savior is saying here to abide in his word, to be in the word, to know the word, and to live the word. When we do that, we are digging deep to build our house, our life, on the rock, our Father. And then when the storms come, when things beat against that house, when things shake all around us, the house on the rock stands firm. Several years ago, I woke up 
early one morning with a terrible migraine headache. And it was one of the first times I've experienced a migraine. And at first I didn't know what to do, but then the thought came to me, well, Proverbs 4 says there's healing in the Word of God. And so I woke Laura up, my wife, and I remember with this terrible pounding headache, sitting on the couch with Laura, and for an hour, all we did was quote Bible verses. Some that she had memorized, others that I had memorized. I don't remember if we got our Bibles out or not. We just kept quoting the scriptures. I do remember most of the scriptures we quoted, we quoted from memory. And over the course of that hour, as we simply spoke aloud the word of God, my headache grew less and less and less until it was completely gone. Now, God miraculously healed me that particular time of a migraine headache. And later, Father led me to a massage therapist who taught me how to stretch. And now every day I stretch. I do a series of stretches, and I don't get those headaches anymore. In my case, uh, and what the massage therapist had told me, most migraines come from the lower back, and most people can uh, have total relief from migraines through learning how to stretch. So I praise my God I don't get migraines anymore, and I praise my Father in heaven that I was healed through the word. So look to the rock is get in the word. Build your life on the rock. Jehovah, build your life on the rock, the word of Jehovah. I'll share with you one final scripture as we think about shaking, and it seems like our world is getting worse and worse. We continue to pray for revival, continue to pray for awakening, continue to pray for the kingdom of God to come on the earth, and doors to open for Father to bless us again. The purpose of my teaching today is not to go into whether I think things are gonna get better or worse, the purpose of this is to exhort you and encourage you that your father is a rock. You came forth from him. You have his DNA inside of you through the spirit that he gave you. And so look to the rock in every and any trying time. This is Psalm 125, beginning with verse 1. Those who trust in Jehovah are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so Jehovah surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. Mount Zion is Jerusalem in Israel. It is a mountain surrounded by other mountains. And if you think of the biggest rock you can imagine, it's a mountain. And so Father here is likening himself to a mountain. And he says, this mountain, this Mount Zion, is, cannot be moved and it abides forever. Those who trust in Jehovah are like this mountain. So not only is he saying look to him as the rock, as the mountain, as the unshakable thing, but become a rock. 
Become a mountain. Become an unshakable person. And then others can look to us. Not that we're gods. Not that, that uh, we will supply all of their needs like our Father will. But as we follow Yeshua, as we trust in our Father, the rock, and look to him, others will see something different about us. That we are unshakable. That we are full of faith. That we're rejoicing that we're counting our blessings, that we know the word, that we're fixing our eyes on Yeshua, that we're trusting in the rock above all things. And they'll want to have what we have. They'll want to know what we know. And they'll want to know who we know. Look to the rock. Shalom.